Hey, welcome to the Wonder of Advent podcast. It's Christmas Eve. We made it. Day 28 of our adventure on the Advent of Christ. We have had such a great time, and today is that day of anticipation, especially for families like ours, because we're those sneaky uh, uh, early present opener people that celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. I don't know. Some people hate it, but we love it. So it's a great day of anticipation as we come into Christmas Day tomorrow. I'm so grateful that you've joined us and stuck with us through this journey, and I pray that your life has been enriched and that you are filled with the presence of God in a fresh new way. And for those that may be going into a tough weekend with family or difficult situations or relationships that are broken, I pray that today will help you take a new deep breath and invite Jesus into those circumstances. So if it's a weekend of rejoicing, awesome. If it's a challenge, these next few moments of silence, let's just say, Lord, whatever my situation, I just want you in it. Let's open with a few moments of quiet before the Lord, just welcoming in him into our lives, afresh and new. Let's begin now. Hey, today we have the privilege of hearing from my friend, brother, colleague in Christ, Carl Friedel, pastor of Brian Assembly in Springfield, Oregon. He's back again to wrap us up with this week of the wonder of his love with a message that I think will help all of us as we head into this weekend to see with fresh eyes the way that Christ loves us. Let's listen to what he has to say. John 13, 1 through 5. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. I stepped into the pastor's office, a colleague of mine from across town whose role on this day would be as an objective mediator between myself and another minister who had formerly been on my staff. We had a falling out. This young man had been the youth pastor at the church I was leading. Months earlier, he had walked out on a heated conversation between us. It was not pretty. 
It started as a difference of opinion, but emotions got carried away and led to him storming away with parting words, fiery enough and intent on burning whatever bridge had been built between us in our relationship prior. It felt like betrayal to me. I had poured myself into this young man, encouraged him, given him opportunities, and now he was leaving our church and leaving our relationship behind. My last words to him were, Joel, this conversation isn't over. We need to resolve this. At Jesus' last meal with his disciples before his arrest and execution, he was seated at the table with his closest disciples, one of which was Judas, who had already devised plans to betray him. Jesus knew at that time that he had received all power and authority from God the Father, and that he had been sent by him and was going to return to him. The word knew here connotes a full understanding of who he was, as well as a full understanding of the men seated in the room. He also had clarity of the events to come in the hours that followed. He knew that he would be taken into custody, tried, unjustly sentenced, and killed in a manner reserved only for the worst of offenders. With that revelation of his power and authority, Jesus did not use his resources to his advantage, but rather took a water basin and towel, assumed the position of a servant, and washed his students' feet, even Judas' feet. That is what sacrificial and unconditional love looks like. Months passed since my conflict with our youth pastor. We were about to see one another again. I prepared my heart as best I could for the next few minutes, but I was nervous about how this was going to go. Reconciliation to this point had been unsuccessful. I began by asking for forgiveness for my part in our discord. I told him my grief was based on our loss of friendship more than anything. I didn't ask anything in return. The ice melted. The walls came down. We made an appointment to go golf later that week. Repentance followed on his part also, and our friendship was restored. Love won. John 13.1 says that Jesus loved his own to the end. To the end literally means to the goal or to the utmost. That's how he loves us. Let's prepare our hearts to love others like Jesus does, sacrificially and unconditionally. Love wins. Amen, Carl. He has led the way in sacrificial servanthood, and he's asking us to follow him in that way. Thank you for following him and then giving us something of a testimony to follow also in our own lives. May we forgive as we have been forgiven. May we love as we have been loved. And may we rejoice in the outcome that comes because of that kind of relationship. Until tomorrow, bye-bye.